going on everyone? Kelly Cavallari here, one half of Seven Era Media, and welcome to the Honky Tonk Highway. Day, today's Tuesday, episode number 10. That's right, we've made it to double digits. Thank you guys for joining us on this trip down this uh, adventure we've been doing. If you haven't already, if you're watching on Facebook, head over, like, and follow when this is over. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe and the bell, that way you get notified every time we go live or post videos. Also, if you're on Instagram, right underneath my name is our Instagram handle. You never know what's going to pop up. Without any ado, today's guest, originally from Spain, used to reside in the Netherlands, now calls England home. One of my dear friends, all the way, Mr. Daniel Trapat. What's going on, brother? Hey, hello. Hi. So I'm good. Going good over there. It looks like you're uh, getting some facial hair. Yeah, joining, uh, I know. Joining the beard club. I just don't want to <laughs> shave. Actually, it's it's too much it's, effort in your uh, your quarantine and answering your phone. Yeah. <laughs> so I call it the quarantine beard. <laughs> oh man. So for those who don't know at home, tell us a little bit about yourself, your history, how you got started in dance. Well, uh, well, a little history. You already said it a little bit. Uh, I was born in Spain. I uh, lived there for nine years. Then I moved to the Netherlands. And I actually started swimming because uh, you needed some uh, diplomas there uh, to actually swim in the swimming pool. And then my mom started dancing, actually. She started line dancing. And I was nine when she started. And when I was about 10, I saw a demonstration uh, of her line dance group that she was in and I said to my mom I want to try that that's what I want to do so I was the youngest member of the whole club huh. and uh, at that period was one of the biggest clubs in the area so that's how I actually started with line dance and then from there it just took off in different directions uh, what's some of the different organizations you, uh, you've danced in? I, I know you do one overseas. I believe you did UCWDC for a while, didn't you? Yes. Um, actually, I started uh, competing when I was 14, 15. I started competing. And uh, that was 2000. And did my first competition. Got seventh out of nine. And I danced for the UCWDC at that time. Because at that time, there was only one organization. That was the UCWDC. And um, yeah, later on, um, uh, organization split. Um, so there was two new organizations born. One was Masters and one and the other one was uh, World CDF. And of course, my teacher, Roy Fudong, uh, danced for World CDF. Uh, he was one of the founding members there. So I followed him in that direction. So I've, I've danced many years now for, uh, the, uh, for the World CDF. Nice, nice. And uh, so what do you like more doing, uh, the competition aspect or the social aspect? Yeah, that's a difficult question. Uh, <laughs> I, I think there is, from both sides, nice things. You know, um, I'm a showman. Mo most people that have seen me compete or have seen me uh, do a show uh, or even in the social world, I just like to show off. Uh, I don't call it show off, showing off. I just call it more expressing myself, expressing myself through dance. Um, yeah, uh, so I find that's a tough question 
the social world, I, I love the social world. I love the atmosphere, the people. Um, I just love that ambiance there. Uh, the competition scene is also really nice because I I'm allowed um, I train people and I can make people better in comp competing and that gives a lot of satisfaction as well. So it's it's really cool from both sides, Every, both worlds, the social and the competition, both worlds can give me so much satisfaction, and that's why I like to do it. Nice. Yeah, I shared uh, for those who didn't see. Um Today's throwback video that I put up on our YouTube channel um, was from 2010. Um, a routine him and his buddy Pim Van Grudel did uh, as Super Mario Brothers, the real life video game. Hey, at least I did. You kept your clothes on in that one. I could have done the one from Windy City a couple years ago where you pretty uh -oh. much played Magic Mike and you ripped off your fiery shirt. So at least in this one, yeah. you did keep your clothes on. Yes. Uh, yeah. Back then, I uh, was a little bit more wild than I am now. And uh, I was, uh, yeah, I, I liked back that time to take my clothes off, yeah. <laughs> that was only two years ago. That wasn't that far ago, Dan. <laughs> that was the last time. <laughs> uh, one of the questions that just popped up in the chat is they want to know how many of the um, crystal boots do they see behind you? Uh, I noticed some of the other, your trophies behind there. They want to know how many crystal boots you had up there. <laughs> I got actually only two crystal boots here. And I'll show you. So show them. So um, I've won uh, two crystal boots, one for the Improver Dance of the Year. That was for Groovy Love. So uh, if you've never learned that dance, it's a cool dance, learn it. Um, and that was choreographed uh, by Fred and uh, Jonas uh, and, and myself. And uh, yes, very proud of that one because um, we choreographed that dance on an event in Germany. Uh, called the Star Awards, and the Star Awards is kind of similar to the Crystal Boot Awards, but it's based in Germany, and those are the other ones that you see over there. And um, they asked us to choreograph a dance uh, for that event, and we did, and that was Groovy Love. It took off massively for us, and uh, we yeah, got yeah. this beautiful award for it. And the other one was the Wild Card. Uh, for Hurts Like a Cha-Cha. Right. That I is choreographed at the Windy City yeah. uh, Line Dance Mania in uh, Chicago. So uh, that uh, we, uh, we are the only team in the whole history of the uh, Windy City uh, Line Dance Mania that won a Crystal Boot Award for one of the winner dancers or one of the dancers choreographed there. Huh. So, uh, and we are the only team who won three times in a row. You did. Y'all did win it for a while there. It was uh, you, uh, you, Simon, and uh, Fred were on a roll there. Yes. So, um, yes, it was time for us to go eventually. So <laughs> it, was, it was actually good. Uh, so uh, we won three times. We won an award with one of the dancers. Uh, just amazing. Amazing. So, yeah. And that's the other awards there. Do you want me to talk about those? Uh, you can. You can touch on those. Go ahead. All right. So this is the Star Awards. That's similar to the Crystal Boot Awards, okay. uh, based in Germany. And only German, Austrian, and Swiss people can vote. Huh. Okay. So uh, it's really only for the uh, uh, German people. And okay. they have one international award. Only one. The, huh. All the other awards is only for the German, Swiss, and um, 
Austrians. Okay. So, and the one uh, international award I've won four times, and it's for the best international teacher. And uh, I'm very proud of that. Uh, the first, I've been nominated for all of them, all of the years they've done it. Uh, this, uh, I think last year they stopped with it, and they've done it for, I think, eight years, seven or eight years they've done it. Oh, wow. And I've been, I've been nominated for all of them, and I won four of them. Now, the other person that won the other four, or at least three of them, if I remember well, was uh, Maggie Gallagher. Ah, okay. So, but the first time I got nominated for this award uh, was very special for me because I never made promotion that I was nominated. I never said to anyone, not even my mother, that is probably watching now. Hi, mom. Uh, so uh, even she didn't know that I was nominated. And the moment that they closed the voting, uh -huh. she found out. And she was like, why didn't you tell me and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I actually, if I win, it's because the people wanted me to win. Not because I beg them to vote for me or ask them to vote for me. So for me, it was more special because I was nominated uh, with very big names. Guy Timondi was on that list, Maggie Gallagher, Roy Verdonk, and uh, I think two more other names were on that list. Uh, so for me to win this award was for me very special uh, because the people wanted me to win that one. And... I won it twice in a row, then Maggie won, then I won twice in a row again, and then Maggie won twice. <laughs> nice. So, I, for me, it's been a very special award. Uh, I'm sure, really yeah, it sounds like it. For my hard work that I've done, uh, and uh, yeah, that the people voted for me to win this award was very special. And of course, the Crystal Boots Awards are also special to me. That, that's why they're all up here, visible. <laughs> So uh, what's it like being home so much now? I know you're usually like me and on the road nonstop. Like when we, uh, me and, now that you live in England, when uh, me and Kelly were there last year, we got to stop in and uh, see you for a whole half afternoon and uh, on your, it happened to be on your birthday. Yes. <laughs> um, but I know you're normally on the road nonstop. What's it like uh, being home? Weird. It's weird. <laughs> I, I, I miss my other home. The airport, I mean. Eh? <laughs> the airport. They lose your <laughs> luggage a lot. I'm sure you don't miss them that much. <laughs> well, that's the airlines. It's, uh, British Airways. Oh, my God. They lost my luggage 20 days. Ugh, it was horrible. But, yeah, it's it's crazy, actually, to be home. The, the dogs find it weird. We have uh, two dogs. They're now uh, half asleep here on the floor and <laughs> sure. the couch. So, uh, but uh, very weird. It's uh, that's why uh, uh, now uh, I keep myself busy with uh, Streamline now. Yeah. So, uh, yes, it's uh, also weird uh, for Kat because now I'm 24-7, I'm home. <laughs> I'm, so, sure, uh, I'm sure she's uh, loving that. <laughs> we haven't killed each other yet. So. <laughs> um, I'm definitely going to get back to the Streamline thing. Um, Don Damaris uh, asked, uh, outside of line dance, what is your favorite style of dance and why? Outside of line dance, well, a lot of styles are in the line dance, um, so it's it's a hard question because line dance has embraced so many styles. 
that they have. Uh, I do not like salsa. Sorry. <laughs> I I like it for like 15 minutes, and uh, and then uh, no. But uh, it's just not my dance. Uh, but uh, yeah, outside dancing, I I really like West Coast swing couple dancing. Um, we do have that also in line dance, so it's 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 a tough question. Um, I do like street dance. I uh, I used to teach uh, kids some uh, street dance. Okay. Uh, for for a while, um, yeah, other styles. Um, yeah, country couples. I would say. After uh, I do that uh, still two step and uh, triple two nightclub two step all those motions in couple dancing. So yeah, couple dancing is the other challenge for me because okay. as a solo dancer, that's that's <laughs> where everything is about me. Now it's then, quite, then it's not. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. then, then it's only you have to share. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so you do a lot of events in uh, Europe and Germany and the UK and the US. Um, what are some of the biggest differences you see between them all? Um, the dances that are danced. Because, the, and of course, the culture. Um, if you go to Asia, they, they just like to do the workshops have an early night and in some places in Asia, not everywhere. And then by nine o'clock be finished, you know, then you go to Europe and then they are finished around one, two o'clock. Then you go to the U S and then they're finished at 5 AM. And I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, I think the biggest difference will be the dances that are danced. So I try, when I go to all the different places, I really struggle with to be on the floor all night because 90% of the dances, I don't know. And that is, I think, the hardest thing for me in all these different places is that in this place in France, they do this dance from this choreographer, but on the same song in America, they right. dance this dance. And that's what I mean. I, and then I learned this one, and then I go in America and I dance that dance, and nobody's dancing with me. And I'm like, ah, I'll walk off the floor. So yeah, it is. That is the I think the biggest difference in in that way. Or like uh, Jonathan said, like uh, this past year in Chicago, JP finally shut the ballroom down at 9 a.m. when Louis took over for the classes the next morning on Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. He left the ballroom open the entire day, the, all the way up until the next day. He never shut it down. Wow, Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, literally, um, Jonathan also asked, "What is your favorite annual event that you go to?" And that also is also different because every event has something. So I find that a very difficult question. Um, uh, yeah, I wish I had an answer. There, there is. I, I really liked. I enjoyed the uh, Mayworth from Chris Watson. Okay. Uh, really nice event. I went um, and the the groups there that they were competing. Uh, it was amazing. Um, then, uh, but. Then uh, other places I've been is also amazing, also uh, because of the city or, be, or or the things that we can do around it. Uh, some events uh, I like, I really like personally Chicago. I really like the Windy City event uh, in the U.S. Uh, I don't go to many other uh, U.S. events. I've been to Vegas, also amazing, um, but it's really a long time uh, yes. uh, so it's a lot of sleepless nights and uh, crazy hours there uh, but yeah 
I, I really find that a really difficult question. Don't don't you have a new event coming up? Didn't I see something posted about that? Yes. Okay, yes. I, I, I wasn't going crazy. You do yes, have a new one coming up, don't you? Yeah, I, I'm going to have my own very first event that I'm going to organize myself in the, uh, in, in the south of Spain. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be called Ole, <laughs> Ole. <laughs> so uh, it's called it, it stands for Original Line Experience. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, uh, hopefully with all these uh, things going on now, it's not gonna affect it, but it's gonna be uh, from the thirty first of uh, May till the seventh of uh, June. Uh, one week. There is also packages for uh, just the weekend, so uh, different options uh, for everybody. Um, the best experience you will get if you come for the whole week, have a little holiday in Spain, and uh, a little bit of the Spanish flavor. Nice, nice. Um, someone just asked uh, Carlene, uh, what is your favorite dance that you choreographed? Um, my One of my favorite dances I've choreographed is called Red Camaro. It, it's a country uh, uh, in the country one is Red Camaro is one of my favorites never really took off the same as my other favorite that never really took off it's called heartbeat uh, so those are my two favorite dances for myself that I choreographed um, yeah and unfortunately uh, they never really took off and I know that Jonathan is watching and he <laughs> loves heartbeat Nice, nice. JP wants to know if you'll have tacos at your event. <laughs> he, he said he'll be there if there's tacos. <laughs> he, he will be there anyway. So. No, JP Potter, not JP Moss. Oh, JP Potter. Wrong JP. I, I forgot I need to clarify that. <laughs> All right. JP, if, JP Potter, if you're coming, I'll arrange some tacos. I'll arrange some tacos. Deal. Done. I'll see you there. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the H, the other JP, um, JP Maj, tell us a little bit about uh, the whole streamline thing that you, him, and Jose started up. Yeah, we started this uh, thing as uh, yeah, actually very innocently. We started this uh, a, from a little idea. It became a huge thing. Uh, we started this to as a thing. The dancers has give us the choreographers so much. Uh, this past years, because without the dancers, without people coming to events, uh, I would not have a job, not in the dance world at least. Uh, so for me, and also the the boys, I can talk for them, is that uh, we started this to give something back to the dancers who has given us so much in this difficult time. Because this is extraordinary times. This is like hopefully once in a lifetime happening. Yeah, hopefully uh, this will not be lasting much longer either. <laughs> no, you know, it's, it's, it's bad for everybody. It's bad for the economy. It's bad for uh, for everything. And it's just, and we know how much people are struggling now. Um, and people that are alone, that cannot go out and visit people and cannot, that actually live by themselves. It's just, uh, for us, it was really sad to see that those people have, nothing to do or nothing to go to and everybody that is missing out all these classes and um, so we wanted to bring this as a free workshops for the people that has given us so much and we wanted to give something back 
even if I'm, I will be struggling too, because I, I'm struggling too. I'm a dancer. I teach, and that's all I do. I don't have another job. So uh, uh, for me, it's going to get also harder and harder as this month's progress. Um, I had a little savings that's going to be gone. Uh, but we really wanted to do this for the dancers. And that was the whole idea behind Streamline. And we never, ever couldn't believe that this would go poof. We have uh, over the uh, 15,000 followers. Yeah, there's like 15,000, just under 16,000 uh, in the private yeah. group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just crazy. And um, we have about 50 workshops a week. Every week we try to bring something new. Uh, last week we brought the shuffle time and the spotlight uh, slot. Uh, this week uh, we brought the uh, countries around the world. Uh, all the instruct most of the instructors are going dressed up. Uh, we have a surprise guest uh, tomorrow night. Um, at, that's going to be afternoon for you guys. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a yeah. What I said, surprise guest. So I can't say anything about him. <laughs> oh, you just gave it away. You said it him. <laughs> I said him or her. Oh, him there you her. added the her. Okay, nice job. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, next week we want to bring you more surprises because this week we also introduced uh, a circus show. We're gonna have professional circus artists doing a show live for free for all of our viewers. Oh, that's awesome. I, I think I saw something about that today. Yes, that's going to be Friday, on Friday. Okay. Um, it's so hard every time. I always see you post. You're always posting inside. JP always posts never pictures of him. Every time Jose posts promoting it he's, or Snapchats, it's always him in the hot tub or him in the sun or him. <laughs> it's, like, it's like JP's like, I mean, Jose's like, I got this. I'm just going to party up and share. <laughs> Yeah, we know. Like, he works from his jacuzzi or, yeah. <laughs> right. He, I don't know if I'd have a laptop that close to the jacuzzi. I'm like, that's <laughs> a little... Well, next time, I, I'll ask him to do a, a picture out of his setting. You'll see. He has his laptop over there and then drink over here, a shot over there of milk, if you follow that story. Uh, so it it is... Uh, yeah, it is a lot of fun. I've never spoke to my friends so much in my life. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> but yeah, it, to bring 50 instructors a week, it's a lot of work. And, um, yes, that is crazy. But, yeah, it is crazy. But we try to do this as best as possible uh, for everybody there at home. Yeah, trying to pick a time to do my show was uh, like looking at all the schedules of all the teachers like, okay, where am I going to fit in? Let's just go all the way here. <laughs> After it yeah, all's yeah. done for the day, it was pretty much what I did. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is just gonna. I'm just gonna go here late. It's gonna be late for everybody overseas, but hey, most That's of them fine. stay up late and party anyway. So, <laughs> hey, it's fine. It's uh, it's still a good time here. Right, exactly. Um, so now that you live in England, well, uh, tell us what's that like moving from the Netherlands to be in England now. Well, uh, different than I expected. Um, <laughs> I always saw England, and uh, I don't want to offend anybody here in the UK, but I always saw England as the very grayish place with not much green and very old houses and uh, that are almost falling apart. That was my impression of the UK. 
uh, till I moved here to the region where I live, uh, because I live in the county of Surrey, and I'm not going to pronounce the the little town. Well, I live in Ball Head Green, really, really small hamlet, uh, but the closest town I can't pronounce. Uh, good, good morning, good morning, something like this, and. Uh, <laughs> But uh, it's very green. It's beautiful. Uh, I've been uh, visiting different places here in uh, in the UK now, and it is actually a very, very beautiful place. And yeah, it's it's nice. Uh, when I where I live, countryside, I look out of my window, I see uh, big fields, and um, yeah, that is really nice to see. Um, even with the lockdown, we we can just go outside, and there's no problems because. There is no police here. <laughs> nice. So that that is the advantage because we live in such a small community. Right. Uh, so it's really easy to go outside with the dogs, have a walk. Uh, it's just a little bit harder when you go towards the city and and the and the bigger towns. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Don just asked if you were not a dancer, what career would you be in? What would you want to do Ooh. if you weren't a dancer? When I was little, I always wanted to become uh, a zookeeper. That oh, was uh, okay. that was a dream when I was uh, really small. Uh, but of course, things yeah. changed. Um, I did I did finish my studies and I studied a social pedagogic worker. I don't know if that is the same in the in English. Um, uh, Pedagogia. I don't, I have no clue how it's called in English. <laughs> Anyway, it's basically a mix of a psychologist and a social worker in between. Okay. So uh, that that's my study. So, um, but that was not always what I wanted to do. I always wanted to work with people. Okay. Well, dancing. Voila. You get to work with people. Yes, um, and other things that I really um, I probably would have maybe put my mind to it is maybe photography. Um, I really like to take uh, pictures of landscapes and things like that and places I've been and take nice pictures of it. Uh, of course, I'm not a professional, uh, but that would be maybe a direction I would like to do if I would not have been dancing. Nice. Uh, Caitlin wants to know, what's your proudest moment as a dancer so far? My proudest moment? Oi. Uh, <laughs> they got some hard ones for you today. Yeah, it's like shit. I'm like, oh. My proudest moment as a dancer, um, I would say reaching where I am now, I think. Uh, I think that would be the honest answer, like achieving what I've achieved so far. That is that is my proudest moment, uh, visiting all these countries, uh, giving pleasure to a lot of people. Um, also, uh, uh, comp comp competing-wise, I got 14 world titles, um, three in the highest division. So those are things I'm very proud of, uh, uh, that things that I've accomplished. Uh, my career in, the, in dancing, I think that is the thing I'm the most proud of, that uh, because of the people that uh, uh, love me and like me and invite me to places uh, and want me to teach for them and at their events, and it's just amazing. It's an amazing feeling. And I think that is what I'm the most proud of, my career that I've reached so far. And I hope I can just 
continue with what I do, giving people pleasure and, and a smile on their face because they, they call me always Mr. Happy Face. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, Maddie B. asks, who, hi, Maddie. I know you just celebrated a birthday. So happy belated birthday. I know I wished it to you on Facebook. Hi. Um, happy belated do you miss birthday. competing solos? Um, no. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> not, no, yeah. That was quick. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't miss competing solo. I've been doing for a long time. I've been in, in the uh, I, I started competing in 2000. And I think I stopped my solo career, I think, three or four years ago. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've been competing for a long time. And uh, I've, that's what I said before. I've become three times world champion in the highest division. And if I come back now to the same division I was doing, I will be the oldest. And I have, then I have to compete against people that are 19, 20, uh, or, you know. And yeah. so, yeah, it is um, for me, the solo career. No, I don't really miss it anymore. It, uh, there was a period that was like, mm, so like continue, can so like come back or whatever. Uh, but my other challenge is couple dancing. That is my challenge now. Um, I love couple dancing. I'm not the best at it. And I know that, but uh, I try to, yeah, I have a, a, a beautiful dance partner called uh, Laura Bartolome, where I competed uh, in couple dancing with her, and uh, we did pretty well. Uh, but she lives in France, south of France. I live in the UK. It's really, really hard to train. So you got a pretty, you got a pretty good one that lives in-house with you, too, who used, yes. to, uh, who used to compete yeah. for a long time, if I'm not mistaken. Correct, correct. But I, I don't think that would be a, a smart thing. I think I think I think we'll we'll kill each other at the end. <laughs> Training, mate. <laughs> that was a shout out to uh, Katrina Wiles, uh, former competitor, uh, Daniel's girlfriend, who he lives with. So I know she's sitting next to him watching. So <laughs> having a good laugh at, at us. Um, Don also said, "Do not ever leave your phone around Daniel. He'll add about five hundred pictures to it." <laughs> Me? He's Never. not the only one. I don't know why anybody would leave their phone sitting down at a dance event anyway. I'm like, that's just asking for like tons and tons and tons and tons of pictures. That was just no. Yeah. My phone uh, actually, not li I do not I set that thing down at all. <laughs> I have a really, really funny story about it, actually. Um, yeah, someone else said they put you, uh, there's 1,130 pictures on their phone, Kaylin. <laughs> oh, Kaylin. Oh, uh, ask Jonathan how much he has. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But there is a beautiful story about Jean Pierre Marge. Uh oh! <laughs> so it was Festiline, a, a big event in France. Okay. And um, Jose took uh, the phone of JP and called me over. We walked all around the whole floor, and it's quite big. We walked all around. Uh, I think we had his phone for five to ten minutes. And we took pictures with everybody, literally the whole event. And I think there is about, yeah, roughly five, six, maybe 700 people on that event. So we took pictures with everybody. We came back and he was so excited. He says, oh, whose phone is that? Give it to me. I'll take pictures. <laughs> and it was his. Yes. 
I'm going to take crazy, crazy pictures in the toilet. And we're like, okay. So we give him his phone back. What he didn't know that it was his phone. Now, what happened? He's walking away and he's, he's walking towards the toilet because he wanted to do crazy pictures. Now, Man. halfway going there, he goes like, he stops. He turns his phone around. He's like, he turned around. He's like, oh, that's my phone. <laughs> And uh, oh, yeah, man. 80, I think it was 1800 pictures in 10 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. And like the other JP, JP Potter says, because he is known to do this. If you leave your phone at the DJ booth, he goes, and I never lock people out of their phones. Yeah, you do all the time. That's like what you're infamous for. Hit the wrong password like 17 times or however oh, yeah, many yeah. it takes and then locks you out of your phone. I'm like. You never leave your phone at the DJ booth. JP will, uh, between JP and Louie, it's bad news. Bad, bad news. Yes, and between me and Jose as well. So be <laughs> careful. Be careful. <laughs> All right, I'm going to ask the one question I know that's been asked to everybody else pretty much. So this should be good. If uh, you had no, no money limit, where would you hold an event? And who are the first, not these won't be the only ones, but who are the first five instructors you'd call up to uh, bring on? Well, uh, and I know you've helped been events in a lot of different countries, so this should be good. <laughs> yes. Um, I would do it in the, uh, I don't know, it's called the, uh, the uh, Maladies. Okay. Maldives. Maldives, yes. yeah. I would have my event there. Nice, beautiful place there. And uh, uh, to get everybody over, uh, if I'm rich anyway, if no money, <laughs> exactly I'll right. pay people to come. Come on. Yes. Uh, but anyway, I will, uh, yeah, of course, uh, I will invite my, uh, my, my, my homies. Um, I would definitely invite Jose, of course, uh, Roy Fadonk. Those, were the, those would be the two people I would ask first. And, um, of course, uh, I would ask Yom. He's one of my mates as well. And uh, uh, Pim. Good old Pim. Yes, those four. Uh, uh, and then the fifth one would be Darren Bailey. Um, th that little group, that for me is, is yeah, my, my, my best friends. But of course, if I have money to spend, <laughs> you can have everybody. I'll book everybody. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'll, I'll get Simon, I'll get Rachel, I'll get Maddie, I'll get... Fred, I, I'll, I'll pay them double their fee if I have money to spend. <laughs> I'm surprised Darren and Roy uh, haven't uh, roped you into uh, getting in their push-up challenge. With them. Thank God. <laughs> no. I would be so shit. No. Um, I'm, I'm actually trying to work out now. Um, do you know the Insanity program? Yep. I know it. Yep. So uh, I'm, I'm at week – I just started week four. Nice. Yeah, nice. so nothing I, uh, else to do. Might as well get some workouts in, get to get back yes. in shape. Uh, Darren's now yeah. switching it up, getting uh, different forms and uh, doing different yeah. push-up challenges. But the the push-up challenge from uh, from Darren and uh, and Roy, no yes, way. Yes, that's oh, no. crazy. Uh, <laughs> and and I know little secret to all of you, Roy is really struggling, but he's doing it. And well, he's how much older than Darren too, though. Come on. And. <laughs> Roy, Roy, Roy used to be a, a, a boxer. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, before he was dancing, he was a boxer. 
Oh, That's man. his other passion. So uh, he should be strong in his upper body. No, uh, but Brian McWhorter a... says, Daniel Trepet, invite Brian McWhorter. And uh, Jill Babinick says, she's legally changing her name to Guillaume. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're out there in the chat. Um, so my buddy I had on yesterday, Larry uh, Carlisle, DJ Larry Swag, um, decided to come up with a question to ask everyone for the week, which I kind of thought was a cool idea. So it's kind of like the question of the week. If you were a drink... If you, like, your personality was a drink, what would it be? Back on the beach. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, nice Kat. And- I, 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 I did. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. There he goes. Yeah. That's a good so, one. That's, uh, that's a good one. That drinks a sex on the beach next time, think of me. <laughs> Have every, everybody out there thinking... They'll have this image of you now in there. You ripping off your shirt from Windy City every time they order sex on the beach. Nice. Uh, nice. Not that, no. <laughs> it, that, might, that might have to be my throwback coming up this weekend. Uh, just take out that show clip of uh, you oh, doing no. it. I believe it was uh, Sheba who uh, was on the chair from out west. Uh, was, yeah. your, uh, was your victim for that show. <laughs> you, had the, you had the flaming shirt on. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, that was in Chicago when I did that. Yeah, that was the year before you did the baby routine, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that could be. Like, the baby routine has been my, ba- yeah, my baby. Your baby for I've a done. while. I've done it for so long. Uh, it's a very old medley. Uh, but the stripper show was uh, was based on the Magic Mike. Magic Mike, right. But it was, I want to be like Magic Mike. And, of course, I don't have the body as Magic Mike. I do might have, I hopefully I have the moves like Magic Mike, but uh, yeah, it was uh, quite a, I always like the humor in my shows. Right. I want the humor in my shows. In the, the last shows I've done so far, uh, the last two years, it's been more serious. So uh, yeah, if you Simon had, did list pat that y'all had y'all do this past year was really, really serious, except for you got to come out during, I'm, I'm too sexy for my shirt with your, with your stomach hanging out for that you and Jonas and John Robinson so he still had you I got, the, I got the funny bit again you know yeah <laughs> like, Johanna, Bart, like Johanna just said you went from a baby to a stripper <laughs> <laughs> nothing in between right from one extreme yeah, to the other <laughs> to 100 uh, Jonathan Sachs said he thought you'd be a martini or a martini and uh, Pamela Darby said fuzzy nipple Fussy nipple. <laughs> no, I'm very careful. Oh, my nipples. No, no. 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 <laughs> oh. I got very sensitive nipples. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so uh, what kind of exciting stuff y'all got coming up for Streamline? Um, I can't now say a lot. too much secrets. Yes, I can't say too much. Uh, next week we have uh, a new theme coming. Oh, a theme not to dress up, but uh, music-wise. Oh, nice. Uh, so we will be publishing that probably on Saturday uh, for the audience. Uh, we just uh, we're gonna tell the uh, instructors actually uh, tomorrow. <laughs> nice. Uh, some some of them are uh, we already told, but not not many. So uh, yeah, because uh, they need to prepare for next week, and uh, we have some uh, interesting uh, uh, things coming up next week as well. Uh, we are working on a, a 
a set that has nothing to do with dancing. Okay. But that's still in the baby shoes. So uh, we are hopefully we're going to pull it off. And otherwise, uh, uh, we're just going to cut this out, what I just said. <laughs> uh, no, so a lot of things, we just want to bring joy to the people uh, and a lot of dancing. And of course, they can choose. Uh, there's so many lessons now online. There's and a ton of lessons online, that is for sure. I, I know some people, some, some people are very happy about it. Some people don't. There's mixed opinions about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think it's a good thing because... Uh, people can choose. Not everybody likes one certain dance, so they can right. go to the other thing and do uh, the other dance. So at least we're giving the possibility for people to choose and to experience different things and different instructors and 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 with streamline with fifty instructors, fifty hours of uh, lessons, plenty yeah. of. So uh, uh, we don't expect everybody to come to every lesson, but that's why we have so many hours. So I'm definitely loving all the throwbacks between them all, between all the lessons. All a lot of stuff is going back to the throwbacks. Like I know, uh, like Gerard Murphy's teaching Crab Bucket this week. We've seen Max Perry teach Texas. We've yeah. seen a bunch of the uh, the stuff that a lot of y'all get to do over there that maybe not ever got taught as often over here because it almost seems like there'll be a stream of events like all together and a dance will get done and then all of a sudden be a little bit of a lull, I don't yeah, know, yeah. so to say. So yeah, that, that's true. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, now it's just to bring people, uh, we're at the end of the day here in Line Dance, we're one big happy family. We're one family. And, uh, and that's what with Streamline, what we want to do. We want to make, we want to bring one family and, uh, and, and, and bring people to our homes and and teach from there and give them joy. And for a lot of people, this is a very difficult time. And, and yeah, for uh, that, that's for me to put that smile on people with what we are doing. That gives me so much satisfaction that I've never ever worked so hard in my life. <laughs> To, to do something for free, yeah, because we are doing this now for the dancers and, and to give them so much pleasure and satisfaction. And of course, when, uh, when this whole situation is over and we go back to normal and the events start running again, of course, uh, yeah, we're not going to have so much streamline anymore. But yes, you never know what's going to come after this. Maybe uh, it will happen with streamline. You, don't, you never know the evolution. Well, we'll see. And uh, for now, we're just going to do what we love, and that is bring joy to people. Right, right. Uh, someone in the, it's watching on YouTube, Chris Lovelock, wants to know, how many languages do you speak? A lot. Uh, I speak uh, seven languages. I speak four. I speak four fluently, and, I, and with three others, I manage. <laughs> I, uh, if people talk slowly, I can like follow them. I can follow the conversation. I would not know every single word. But I can, get, I, yeah, I can get by. So, and, uh, and I speak in a lot of languages. I speak the counts or uh, I can count in, I think it was Cantonese. I can uh, at least five, six, seven, eight. And uh, so I've, I've learned throughout my travels right. uh, a lot of uh, different languages. And I think 
uh, I have a, a language, how do you call that, in, uh, in, that you are good picking up languages. Right. I don't know it's called in English. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, um, uh, a lot of people don't even hear where I'm from if I talk English. They, they really try to guess where I'm from. And when I say I was, I'm born in Spain and I'm actually Dutch, half Spanish, half Dutch, they go like, what? Right. <laughs> they don't believe because I don't have like a, a true Dutch accent or a true Spanish accent. I have an accent. I've heard people that said, oh, are you from Australia or where are you from? In a, I was in, a, in the U.S. Yes, I was in the U.S. and somebody said to me, where are you from in, here in the U.S.? I can't, I can't place your accent. And I'm like, uh, I think uh, I have a Hollywood accent. <laughs> I don't know how they could have thought you yeah, had a U.S. accent. I, I'm sorry. That was... I, I, I don't know either. I was like, I was shocked as, as you, but it was, it was, it's quite funny. But yeah, I speak seven languages. Um, that is uh, Dutch, Spanish, of course. I speak Catalan from uh, the region language of uh, Catalonia. Okay. Um, because that's where my father is from. And then, uh, of course, uh, English. Yeah, that's my four, be four best languages. I manage with German. French and Italian. Oh, there you go. That's one most people don't usually think of. No, oh, and if you count body languages, eight. <laughs> you count body languages, eight. <laughs> wow, ain't going there. Ain't going there. Uh, Jonathan says you should get Brenna to teach Spiderweb on Streamline. And uh, uh, let's see what else is up here. That's a good one. Someone wants to know, what's your shoe choice right now? What you wearing? I'm pretty sure at home you're probably not wearing any shoes. <laughs> oh, he's got slippers on, guys. He's wearing the yes. slips. I got my slippers. Got, got his slippers on. Yeah, so uh, no, yeah, no shoes in the house. No, I just, uh, <laughs> I actually really like in the evening they, they, because here in the evening it can get a little bit cold still. So oh, sure. uh, I just like to wear my, uh, my, uh, my my slippers yeah we haven't had that problem here in florida it's been in the high 80s low 90s every day yeah if that if that would be the case i will wear my flip-flops <laughs> yeah it's been it's been warm it's like we've gotten rain a couple times that's it it's been very during this so going outside uh going outside and getting exercise and this has been perfect it's been nice and warm we haven't had to worry about it yeah, that's good. Uh, well, it, during the day, it's really warm here. It's really nice. It's, it rained a little bit, uh, I think, yesterday or the day before. But for the rest, we have had really, really good weather the last couple of days. So, Cat uh, uh, even got burned today. She, she went in the, into the sun. And she says, do I look red? I'm like, no. <laughs> Not many people are liking me talk about the sun. Apparently it's cold up in Ohio still. Jill's like bite me. <laughs> someone just Andy just said it was snowing in Michigan. I know it snowed in Massachusetts at the beginning of the weekend. Uh, my buddy Chris was telling me that, and uh, I know it's colder up there still. Sorry guys, uh, you're at least you're stuck inside. Yeah. So you get to stay warm. Yes. Rachel doesn't count. Rachel Trim just said it snowed all morning. Rachel, you're pretty much in Canada. That doesn't count. Yeah, Rachel. That doesn't count. You're almost no. in Canada. 
So I would not like to switch with you. <laughs> right? At least it's like beautiful if you're going to be thing. If you're going to be locked down, it's better to have good weather then. Right, exactly. Sorry for all the people that are living in the cold. <laughs> so, but um, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it was a blast talking to you. Uh, guys, if you haven't checked out uh, Streamline, if you for some reason you haven't checked it out, um, if you want to know more about Daniel, his uh, Instagram handle is right underneath his name. Follow him over on Instagram. Look him up on uh, Facebook. Um, so thank you so much for coming on here with me, my, my man. Uh, yes. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in out there. If uh, you uh, want to watch the show back from the beginning, if you're just tuning in, it will be up as soon as we go down. Um, tomorrow, we got Shane McKeever joining us. I went back across the pond and I'm um, going to Ireland and... Uh, the recently uh, shaved head Shane McKeever is going to be on uh, on with me tomorrow. So uh, until then, guys, hope you enjoyed uh, talking to Daniel. Like, follow, subscribe, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Check us out. Hope everyone enjoyed it. See you guys tomorrow. Woo! Bye. Thank you.